Welcome to Wellness with KC, the podcast. I'm your host and wellness bestie, Karen Catania, and my purpose as a certified integrative nutrition coach is to guide women on their health and wellness journey in a balanced and sustainable way. Join me every week for casual, unfiltered chats that are designed to inspire and empower you to live your best life. Now let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. There is a little rebrand that you probably noticed. So the podcast did change from Empowered and Unfiltered to Wellness with KC, which is soon to be my new uh, holistic health practice name. So super excited. Thank you for being along this journey. There is ups, there is downs. I change my mind every second, but I am learning along the way and I'm absolutely loving it. So thank you if you're still listening. Um, Um, And I'm excited to bring you along through what we have in store here at Wellness with Casey. All right, so today we're going to talk about cycle syncing. And if you are a woman who suffers with, you know, PMS or feeling like they're on a roller coaster during their menstrual cycle, this is for you. Um, Cycle syncing is a natural way that can possibly help you with those symptoms. So what cycle syncing is, is the practice of changing your diet, your exercise, and your lifestyle habits to align with the different stages of your menstrual cycle. So the idea is that by changing these factors during each stage of your cycle, you're able to meet the hormonal needs of your body which in turn should make the menstrual phase easier to manage. So instead of working against your body, you're working with it. You're living more in tune with your body's natural rhythms. Now, I personally really haven't had too many um, painful periods. I've definitely had uncomfortable periods, but fortunately, I've never consistently had debilitating periods, and I feel so bad for everyone who has had them previously or has them consistent consistently, I can't talk, um, and feels like they have to put their lives on hold during that time of the month because I hear that from a lot of people and there could be a way to to relieve some of those symptoms. So that's what we're going to talk about today. If this is you um, or that sounds like you, this is something to give a try. You really have nothing to lose. These are completely natural things that you can incorporate into your life during these different parts of the cycle. So let's talk about the menstrual cycle phases. And by the way, how come as women this is something that most of us do not know. Like I had no idea that we had different phases in our menstrual cycle and that our hormones change throughout the month. Like of course I knew our hormones change during that one specific time, but I didn't know that we are always in some stage of a cycle and our hormones are constantly rising and um, dipping and all the things. So it's just wild to me that we're not encouraged or taught about how our bodies work. And let me back up for a second because this is interesting and I feel like I just want to bring it up. So we are so different from men. As females, we have about a 28-day hormonal cycle. That's on average. And throughout that cycle, our hormones rise and they fall throughout those 28 days. On the flip side, men have a 24-hour hormonal cycle. So 
their hormones rise and they fall throughout the 24 hours and then they reset. Like, that's it. And I say this because I want to point out that as women, there is a lot more to play with our cycle. We don't just have a 24-hour cycle. We have about a 28-day cycle. So, um, of course, that's just an average. Your cycle may be less. It might be longer. Um, but that is, it's 28 days on average for most of us. So let's get into our menstrual cycle. It is made up of four different phases. And during this time, our brain, our ovaries, and our uterus works together and communicates through hormone signals. So these are chemical signals that are sent through the blood from one part of the body to another to keep the cycle going. So let's start with the first phase, which is the menstrual phase. This is the beginning of your cycle. It's the first day of bleeding, and it typically lasts between three to seven days, depending on your body. And the menstrual phase is considered the winter of the cycle. It is a time where we want to rest, we want to look inwards and go inwards, and energy levels are likely at their lowest due to progesterone and estrogen levels being low and also due to a potential loss of nutrients because we are bleeding because of menstruation, okay? So we really want to focus on replenishing our body and supporting our body through this phase. So when we're thinking about what foods we want to eat to support our body, we want to replenish our body with comforting foods, foods like soups and stews, also mineral-rich foods to supply the body with iron and zinc during this time. Um, So some examples would be flax and pumpkin seeds, high-quality proteins, spinach, kale, ginger, bone broth is a big one, things like that. And when it comes to exercise, this is the optimal time for rest and to replace high-intensity workouts with low-intensity ones. So maybe that looks like yoga or some gentle stretching or just a walk. Um, This really isn't a time where we should be putting additional stress on our bodies. So for me personally, during the first at least three-ish, three to four days of my cycle, um... I do not do any high-intensity workouts. I really don't work out at all. That is my way of giving my body a break and letting it recover during this time because there is stress on our body when we go through this phase, and I don't want to put any more stress on it, right? So I'll go for a walk. I'll maybe do some gentle yoga, but besides from that, I'm not doing any high-intensity workouts, Um, during this time, we also may feel more reflective than usual. Like it's a good time to focus on meditation, journaling practices, and really get in touch with yourself. So that is the menstrual phase. That is how we can support our body through the menstrual phase, through what we're eating, what we're doing as far as workouts go, and how we support our mind. All right, moving on to the follicular phase. This is the time between the first day of your period and ovulation. So this is when our body prepares for an egg to be released. This is known as the spring of the cycle. It begins on day one of the cycle, like I mentioned, and ends with ovulation. So estrogen levels are low during the beginning, which can cause some lethargy and fatigue, 
Um, You may find yourself feeling more tired than usual, but then your energy levels will likely rise as you approach ovulation and your estrogen levels rise back up as well. So during this time when we start to get more of our energy back, um, let's talk about the foods and the exercise that we can include to support our body. So when it comes to food, it is a great time to have foods rich in iron and iodine to restore your body after menstruation. It's also important to have uh, fiber during this stage to support the body's metabolism of estrogen. Um, So some foods to incorporate would be leafy greens, citrus, legumes, fish, flax and pumpkin seeds, avocado, olive oil, fermented foods. Um, Those are all really, really good ones. And when it comes to energy levels, since our, well, actually, sorry, when it comes to exercise, since energy levels are increasing as we approach ovulation, it makes it a really good time for higher intensity workouts that require endurance or strength training. So this is a good time to incorporate HIIT training, strength training, cycling, running, swimming, hiking, all of the more uh, intense workouts, this is a good time to incorporate those. There's also not much bloating within this phase since estrogen levels are still low. And when it comes to our mind, you may find yourself feeling more creative and be able to solve problems, like use this time to dream big and brainstorm because this is really when um, a lot of these ideas are going to come to us. Okay, moving on to the ovulatory phase. This is typically on day 13 to 15 of your cycle. Again, assuming a 28-day cycle here, um, if all goes well with the earlier follicular development, then ovulation will occur at this time. So this is when an egg is released from an ovarian follicle. And if pregnancy doesn't occur within 24 hours after ovulation, the unfertilized egg disintegrates and estrogen levels fall, signaling a return to menstruation to the body. However, before that happens, right during our peak of ovulation, our hormone levels are at their peak. And because of this, you will most likely have the highest energy levels during this time. This is considered the summer stage of the cycle. And let's talk about the foods, the exercise, and the mindset um, to keep in mind during this cycle. So as far as food goes, during this time, your hormones are at their peak, and you will want to focus on foods that will help your body maintain balanced estrogen levels. So think bell peppers, berries, tomatoes, flax and pumpkin seeds again, um, leafy greens, those types of things. And when it comes to exercise, again, this is still a really great time to engage in high-intensity workouts like HIIT workouts, workouts that use both endurance and strength since they will help boost your metabolism while also increasing strength, tone, and definition during this time. So it's a great time to actually get and see results. Um, But I do want to say, just make sure you don't push yourself too much during this time. Um, You still have to give yourself time to rest and recover because if you do overdo it during this stage, you could impact fertility due to a decrease in something called SHBG, which is a sex hormone. So um, 
really great time to push yourself and push your body, but still give yourself some time to rest and recover. So think HIIT workouts, circuit training, strength training, vinyasa yoga, things like that. And when it comes to our mind, we are more, or our mindset rather, we're more social. It's a great time for communication, for public speaking. If you have the ability to schedule when you're doing a public speaking, whatever it is, try doing it during this phase because you'll have a lot more confidence, you'll be socializing more, and you'll have a higher focus. Um, So that kind of wraps up that phase. And moving on to the last one, which is our luteal phase, this is the time between ovulation and the start of menstruation. It is when the body prepares for a possible pregnancy, progesterone is produced, and it peaks, and then it drops. So consider this the fall of your cycle, and it is typically the longest stage. If an egg is not fertilized, your body will prepare for menstruation. Um, Estrogen levels begin to dip. Progesterone peaks around day 21 or so, again, assuming a 28-day cycle, but then drops off quickly after that. So you may notice that your energy levels begin to lower and your mood can start to fluctuate. So this is the stage where PMS can occur. So if you suffer from that, this is the stage that you are in. Um, So let's talk about the foods to include to help support our body through this phase. During this stage or phase, you may find yourself feeling more hungry than usual, and that is actually for a reason. It is because your metabolic rate increases during this time, which increases the amount of calories that you need to maintain your energy levels. So make sure you consume adequate complex carbs, vitamins, magnesium, all the things during this time. Um, Some foods to help support you would be sweet potatoes, dark chocolate, lentils, sesame and sunflower seeds, apples, whole grains, squash, things like that. And when it comes to exercise, this is a good time to focus on low to medium impact workouts. Um, You want to focus on movement that is restoring, calming, to avoid putting any additional stress on your body as it prepares for menstruation, especially if you are dealing with something like PMS. So that could be strength training, Pilates, yoga, walking. You could do some HIIT workouts, but just maybe don't do them every day, right? Um... Just allow your body to have some time to rest and recover during this time as well because you are leading into menstruation, right? And then when it comes to mindset, um, we're feeling strong during this time. It is a great time for organization, projects, mapping out plans, doing research, crossing things off the to-do list, like We just are very productive during this time. So um, keep that in mind as you're planning, you know, maybe your work schedule or whatever it may be. So those are the four different stages and how we can support our body through the phases. So again, everything that we talked about or mentioned, especially when we mentioned days, that was assuming a 28-day cycle. Um, Now, you really have to do some research to figure out how many cycles, how many days is your cycle? Do you know that already? Or is that something that you have to track? If you don't know that, start tracking your cycle, right? So you're going to note the first day of your period. You're going to keep a record of how long it lasts. A typical cycle usually ranges between 24 and 30 days. um, And there's apps that you can use to help track this, okay? So the first 
part of if you want to start cycle syncing, but you don't know how long your cycle actually is, you're going to need to track your cycle and figure that out before you can implement these strategies, I guess. And I say, I guess when it comes to strategies, because I wouldn't even consider these strategies. These are simple things when it comes to food and exercise that you can incorporate through different phases or stages, whatever we want to call them, of your cycle to support your body through that time, right? Based on what is going on with your hormone levels and just it's it's just very simple. Um, now, I will say you need to, again, like I said, figure out how many days your cycle is. You can get a very simple app. Like I use the P-Tracker app, I think it's P-Tracker app, I think it's called. Um, and I just track my cycle so I can see how many days it is. And I haven't found a good app that actually goes through the different phases. So I do that myself, like with pen and paper. Um, So once you find out the amount of days your cycle is, you can kind of backtrack and figure out when you'll be in each different phase and then track, you know, your, or, you know, plan your meals and your exercise around that. So that is cycle syncing. Um, Definitely recommend it again to anyone who suffers from PMS symptoms. I always say systems. I don't know why. (laughs) PMS symptoms or really just having painful periods. Maybe it's because you're you're, you're adding too much stress to your body during times where it's already in stress. So let's try and reduce that. Let's try and work with our body, not against it, and see what that does. So um, let me know if you try it. I'm excited to hear what you guys think. And yeah, I think that wraps up today's episode. Hi, friend. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm so proud of you for showing up today for your future self. If you have any topic recommendations or are looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at wellnesswithkc. If this episode helped you in any way, don't forget to drop a review on whatever platform you are listening on or share this episode on your social media. My goal is to help as many women as possible, and I really appreciate you for being a part of this journey and this mission with me. So thank you again for being here, and I will see you next week.